Podcast, but it's starting to warm up. Hold on, wrong show, wrong show. I feel wrong like show. Wrong. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Eventually, wrong show. eventually, we will do some sort of April first uh, type thing where we take over other shows and switch up the hosts oh, between be shows. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be fun. Except mostly fun because I, I, uh, I, I would have fun doing the other shows. But I would, I think I'd have the most fun watching somebody do what we do. Boy, oh, because mama, because <laughs> because we're just really, really, really silly and dumb a lot of the time. Yeah, and it's I from the outside perspective, I think that's, oh, hold that's on, hilarious. Hold on, you're not being yourself. I'm not being uh, disingenuous. But this isn't. This is. That's a smart word. This isn't the real you. <laughs> then. This isn't. This is this is the real me. Well, you know, it, it would be fun. I have to ask you then, if we are going to take over for another program, it be it daily or or another great show on the Good Stuff FM Podcasting Network. Uh, have you had a hot water bottle accident before? You know, I haven't. Okay. I've never okay. even put a hot water bottle in my bed. Okay, I would. I want to go on record saying that's a good thing for now. Um, <laughs> but, hey, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if you would, go over to goodstuff.fm. Check out the other great shows. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris, uh, making a joke at your expense. It, mainly because it you actually We're not Canadian. We don't live in the northern, northern hemisphere. You actually literally hurt yourself uh, with the water bottle, and I'm, I'm sorry. I, I hope you recover well. Maybe I meant I meant actually we'll you know I meant card. to tell Chris, um, I meant to tell him that I had this thing on my back that was not a it was not like a blister thing it was uh like a cyst thing and at one point it did explode and a bunch of stuff came out so I don't think that is directly related to the same kind of of hurt that he was going it's through. it's not. But but now that you but it did get infected afterward. It's gracious. Now that you've let everyone know, um, you okay? You doing all right? Are we? Are, oh yeah, it's closed up. It's good. gone. I'm going to the doctor tomorrow because that was the earliest appointment I could get. That was the earliest appointment I could get. Kyle, I I called the doctor the instant it happened. The instant I had the thing and it started to get all bad and infected mm-hmm. and hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and they said, oh, okay. The earliest we could get you in is eight or no. What did they say? The first time they said the earliest we could get you in is June 12th. And I called it the beginning of March. 
And I said, uh, do you got anything earlier than that? And they said, you got any apple nope. fritters? I said, no, we can't get you in until June 12th. And then, uh, and so I kept calling back and I kept asking, can you get me an earlier date? Because this thing really hurts on my back and things are hurting a lot. I need to see a doctor and I'm paying insurance monies to you. And then they finally said, okay, the earliest we can get you in is now April 27th. And I said, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> All right. I'll take that. You got weasels on your face. Um, you got weasels. I, okay. All right. Well, I, and it's got, and the thing is gone. It's healed up. Um, I'm basically just going to retell the tale. It sounds like a failure of our, uh, our yield United States of America healthcare system. If I, if I do Ooh. say so myself, but if you say so, that sounds incredibly dumb that like maybe they're right. Maybe they didn't think it was that big a deal, but without seeing it, how, how are you supposed to know there, you know, why not? Why not just make this show? something like this show skype with a doctor you sh- oh that that exists you show them the th- you show them the thing and they say mm, mm, mm-hmm. okay let me go talk to my doctor friend and then we'll get you we'll get you put into the the queue uh, high, higher up in the order it sounds I, mean, I have i have photos Okay, we're that will absolutely a thousand percent not be in the show notes, uh, Kenny. <laughs> here's here's something that absolutely will be in the show notes and happened last night. Major League Baseball. We, uh, man, I'm. Sma- that happens almost every night that's, now. That's true. I'm smacking my lips again. Here we go. There was a slide. If. A question mark, if you would. At, I wouldn't call it a slide. Okay, there was a jump at home last night in a game with the Blue Jays that Blue Jays. that had a a gentleman jumping over the top of Yadier Molina to get to home plate safely. The same exact d- d- shot for shot way that it happened in in Major Leagues Two uh, with. <laughs> some guy jumping over the the other top of them take uh, a look and at there this. was a there was a college game i believe yes uh that this happened like 10 years ago yeah i did my re- did I, I did my research I, I went deep 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 into finding out whether or not this had happened multiple times right. it looked pretty much exactly like that one as well uh, a nice a nice like parkour style jump over the catcher he landed really well yes he did like he had practiced it before yes so i think i think i would say that's the preferred move from now on it i I know that they've they've kind of cut down on the uh the base runner catcher collision since the buster posey deal Mm -hmm. um and and the collision has you know, it it was a kind of a, a mark of the game, and it was almost like a rite of passage. Like you had right. you had to crush into that guy here comes, and make him drop the ball. Here comes the train, and it's gonna smash into the catcher and break his femur. Right. Um, and then you know, the when you learn to play baseball, you learn that you learn to slide and you do you know face first slides and everything. And you just have to avoid the catcher on these on these home plate slides. No, this is the way to go. So now what you're saying? This is you you jump you Superman jump over the catcher who's not looking for this either way. 
Like he's not, he's not able. I mean, if you can get five so feet of air, so you're saying you're good. You're saying they come around the third base pass, right? And then they, they soldier boy down from, from third to home. And then they Superman that catcher. I mean you. Okay, good. Uh, so then what do we do to, to counteract that? The catchers now learn that when a person is coming from third, they jump up in the air and like um, air check I them. Will, I will say, yeah, the, the, the worst case scenario is Yadier Molina catches the ball and then immediately punches up. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Catches catches the 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 Blue Jay guy and then just like launches just launches him and his I, I his like feet this. go like fifteen feet in the air. This is because of, of the momentum. Yeah. So so what you're saying is Physics. so what you're saying is you would prefer if people got way 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 more hurt in these types of collisions. They would have to put like a they would have to put like wrestling ring ropes around home plate no, so that you could like save them from flying out of the. <laughs> Because that's what that would look like. It would look like a wrestling move. Is there is there a video game where there is no running between the bases? It's just like uh, you hit the ball and then a cannon fires you between the bases, and you're you're like you're in a cannon. And then when you try and steal home, are you remembering a game or are you I don't thinking know. of a I game? I feel like this should exist. Like it's a it, is it like. It's like the Donkey Kong barrels yeah, between exactly, bases. Exactly. And it's it's flipping, it's flipping, it's flipping. And based on when you say you're going to steal and when the pitcher goes to home plate, you hit that Donkey Kong barrel and then it shoots you towards home plate at whatever trajectory it is rotated to. And then you can take out the catcher. So Donkey Kong baseball okay, so coming to the I was going to say you want to make the Nintendo Donkey Kong Switch. baseball. I want to make Donkey Kong baseball. Hey, Kenny, I also have some news uh, that we missed last week because we were uh, so focused on other stuff. The Unicorn Frappuccino. Uh, this is right down our alley. However, the buzz around it, not not the sugar rush, but the but the buzz <laughs> associated with this particular beverage um, made people hate it. Now. I'm oh, be- sure. I believe I can hear you cracking your knuckles. By the way, that's just just f- for the record. Uh, that's just it's just gonna happen. Hey, good. Uh, I cracked all of them. Yeah, there you go. This is good. People have people knuckles. hate people hate when they hear other people cracking joints. Can you? I can't crack my elbows right now. You got you got a nice that's creak, a good one. You got a nice a good guttural crack. Chair. So Starbucks. Speaking of of crack, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good, right? It's good. You can't you can't ding your own joke. I can. I abs- I'm the only one who can. <laughs> so they made a something called the unicorn frappuccino. It's some sort of pink and purple beverage that goes from sweet to sour. Um, reviews of it were lacking. I I think it's just sort of like eh. Uh, I've heard some people complain. That they didn't know it was going to go sour and were just blown away with how awful the taste was. Um, Don't they know what a unicorn tastes like? They did. <laughs> when you just when you suck on that horn, this is this is the oh, fla- this is the flavor this is the flavor changing <laughs> uh, mechanism that Starbucks is leveraging. Uh, it's a product decision. It's fine. Kyle. It's okay. Uh, 
So did you did you get one? It's it was no, I didn't. It was limited time. It only happened for what like three days or something. Yeah, I, I had no interest. Um, had we had we tested like had we set it up to test it on the show, that would probably would have been the only time I would I would drink that. Did they only make it in a in a venti? No, oh no, absolutely not. I put my hand up here because that's that's how tall a venti. I don't think that's no. A venti is much much four gallons of frappuccino. Uh, Close. the The image on the article that will be in the show notes looks about that big. Have you Have you looked at that? Have you clicked on it? Okay. Um, Yeah, yeah. So this this article here over at Extra Crispy, which I do like, uh, has a an infographic for. The number of grams of sugar in said unicorn frappuccino, which I did see a lot of children sucking down. Boy, oh boy, that sounds like a bad idea. Is it so? It's no caffeine. It's just sugar. It's pretty. Yeah, I think so. It, it, it sounds like they liquefied a now and later. Um, uh. And then put it, put some some dust or something on it. It's pink and blue. <laughs> 76 grams of sugar for one venti, Kenny. That comes to, and I'm going to give you some equivalent uh, sugar analogies here. Um, three packs of Reese's, which are 66 grams of sugar, are actually less than a venti of, of this Starbucks drink. Can you believe it? Yes, you can. For, I can't for, believe that you just said Reese's. I feel like like most of the country says it that way, so I want to I want to play to I want to, to smack them in the those people. eyeballs. Uh, five cups of blueberries is just about the same. I five cups five cups. I could see myself eating five cups of of blueberries in one sitting <laughs> if I had that many. Blueberries are expensive, but you would also be you would also be benefiting from all of the things the blueberries have. Beyond sugar, like like, like vitamins, blue color, blue vitamins, all the blue vitamins. Um, right. It's blueberries are just made from those blue Flintstone vitamins. That's all. All right. Would, <laughs> that's all they are. We're gonna turn this into a would you rather? Would you rather have the unicorn drink or four point five strawberry pop tarts? Uh, four point five strawberry pop tarts. Are they toasted? Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like they are. Let's say not. Oh, never mind. Nope. Frappuccino. Okay. Would you rather have seven Krispy Kreme donuts or the unicorn drink? Uh, that's an easy one. Donuts. Donuts. Okay. Would you rather have seven Krispy Kreme donuts or 15 Oreo cookies? Uh, I'll do both. That's not fair. I'm asking you, would you rather? You're breaking the rules now. <laughs> donuts. I do the donuts. Donuts. Okay. Donuts or two cans of Mountain Dew? Gosh. Oh, I did two cans of Mountain Dew. Okay, two, back to back. Two, slam them. S- slam that Mountain Dew. Uh, slam that Dew. Two two slammers of of Dew <laughs> or five bananas. Uh, no, I'd, I'd, I'd drink the Mountain Dew and watch the bananas rot. Okay, that's a long time for those Mountain Dews. They're probably warm by then. Uh, two Dews or three McDonald's <laughs> vanilla cones. Oh, vanilla cones. I love vanilla cones. So you need to take that over the dew. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, three cones or 12 kiwis? Uh, three cones. All right. So we've, we've landed at, at three cones or I guess the Reese's if you want, if you want those, but we, I think we've determined <sighs> you don't like that. So great. Um, 
that's that's how that works. Uh, you didn't get it. I All didn't right. get it. Hey, I got a little bit more news before we get to the headlines, Kenny. And we have a whole right. load of headlines. Uh, you gave me back the Chromecast that uh, I, I, I let you have, I guess. is more like have. I didn't expect it. Was it was like a long lending yeah, deal. I didn't expect to ever get it back. Uh, but Aww. plugged it in yesterday uh, because my YouTube TV subscription continually said, hey, it looks like you're on a, f- a first gen. Uh, so I, f- I swapped that out for the latest generation, not the ultra, mm-hmm. just the, the, reg- the regular. And uh, when I did plug it in and set it up on my Wi-Fi and also signed in, Guess what I saw? Uh, all of your wedding photos. And so now my television <laughs> is just plastered in your wedding photos instead of mine. You can change that. I can't. I, I, I can, but it requires me to go into the Google Home app and, and actually set that up. What I expected was as soon as I signed into that device with my account, it should, to wipe, be reset. It should wipe it. So... Uh, public oh. service announcement for anyone getting rid of a Chromecast. If you have it tied into your Google account, um, it can still display things associated with the previous owner's account, even when the other person signs in. So heads up. Now, if, you don't want, if you don't want people spying on your life, change, change that. Now, full disclosure. I did set it up so that my wedding photos were on like continual slideshow yeah. on my Chromecast yes. as a background. Yes, um, that was that was an intentional change that I made. And Kyle, you're you were there, so it's not like it's the worst thing in the world. True, I love seeing myself. It it plays into my narcissistic fantasies of uh, self actualization every morning. I actually think there's more more photos of you on that album than there are of me. That is incorrect. That's not possible. <laughs> that sounds like I thought your narcissistic tendencies I, would say, "Yeah, it totally is." That's that's right. No, I. Mm, it, it is strange though, going back and looking at those photos because I had a lot of facial hair at the time, and now now I don't. I'm actually in the market yeah. for for an electric shaver. So, uh, listeners, if you have a oh, so you don't want to keep you don't want to keep the uh, the hockey beard no, after man. your team goes down. Well, uh, the the Los Angeles Kings of of Anaheim were not actually in the playoffs at all. So I'm, I'm yeah, but you're rooting for a certain team this time, right? Sharks are out or not? Ducks are in. Ducks are in. They start today. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, my allegiances in hockey are are flexible. They're they're very malleable and. Okay. Mal- Mallardable, maybe, would be a better Mal- one because it's a duck. Because ah. it's a duck. Hey, Kenny, let's, let's do some let's headlines. Do, yeah. These are today's headlines. Hey, Kyle, if your hash browns taste like golf balls, it's because they have golf balls in them. Okay. <laughs> this is according to a voluntary recall announcement issued by McCain Foods USA. This was kind of going around earlier this week. Earlier this week, that's what I meant to say, not this week. Uh, the golf ball t- <laughs> the golf ball tainted potato products are the two pound bag of Roundies brand and Harris Teeter brand frozen Southern style hash browns bagged on or after January nineteenth. 
McCain Foods urges customers who bought these products to resist their hash brown cravings because of the risk of choking on golf ball bits or simply, quote, other physical injury to the mouth. Yikes! Yeah. How exactly the golf balls found their way into the hash browns is still a mystery. Now, uh, I think we should hypothesize what what the reason is. Mm. I think I think that um, a, a, a golf ball, not golf ball material, but like golf balls themselves are actually used in one of the machines to like as like it does like a shaking to mechanism like sh- and the mm. golf balls kind of separate some of the hash brown stuff. And one of them broke or a lot of them broke in this mechanism because it's not it can't got just, into the food. Well, they would probably do the recall even if it was just one ball, right? Probably like if, uh, if Chuck, if Chuck, <laughs> I don't know, Chuck, the factory operator was putt putting because he's making a boatload of cash. He's putt putting inside of the factory on his little green. He's got a tiny green. Yeah. He's got an office. Um, but his office, like like a classic movie, the office is in the middle of the factory, and it is on the second floor with a little right a overlooking. Little, yeah, overlooking. Yeah, real classic factory look. Um, he's putt putting, and then like uh, Home Alone one style, it actually misses the cup. Chuck misses the cup, and it bounces down the stairs directly into. Let's say the little potato vat, like the the potatoes that what they've done is they have picked potatoes that are exactly round. So when he went, he ran down the stairs and he went to go look for the potato. It looks exactly like the rest of the potatoes that are in there. Uh-huh. It's maybe less dimply, but he said he's like, mm, I don't. I, that's it. It's gone now. You know what? You know what I imagine, actually? Um, you know how at, at In-N-Out and maybe some other fast food places, they have that fry thing where they, they slice the, the potatoes into fries. Yeah. What I imagine is there's someone at the, uh, the McCain Foods who's making hash browns by shunking uh, uh, potatoes, like whole potatoes. How would that and mach- someone was putt-putting and they putt-putt and then the ball was bouncing, bouncing. And as they were going about to shunk, how? the ball... Like slammed a potato out of the way. The golf ball got into the machine and it went shunk and he got all the pieces in there and went. Aah! And then it goes directly in the machine. There's no there is no uh, error. error it just it fell, it fell into the it fell into the into the 900 gallon vat of, of potatoes. hot oil. Yeah. OK. Right. Hmm. But see, now he I guess he wouldn't have been able to notice because. Because then they they packaged and sold the product for months. True, that's <laughs> true. It's been, it's been out there for a long time. So I guess maybe someone their QC line is just really really long, uh, or someone got a nice surprise in the morning. Kenny, uh, I've got another story. Um, before before you before you go on, I need to I need to tell you uh, we have a member in our chat room who says they can't hear anything. Cool. Um, so we've been streaming live with absolutely no sound. Hey, uh, tell the chat room then that I'm going to turn everything off for, for the live stream. If they can't hear anything, cause, uh, now is way too late for me to try and figure this out. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Now it's off. Hey, Kenny, uh, surprising, surprising some, the stream doesn't have any audio. No, surprising some unroll me unroll.me, the email unsubscription service. 
Well, they've been collecting and selling your data. So here's some background. The New York Times actually ran an article on some unsavory things, apparently, that Uber has been doing. And in that article, part of it revealed that the Unroll.me service, which I personally have used, has been mining and selling off email data. Uh, To be more specific, this data is, of course, going to Uber. They said in the article that they're using this to gain intelligence on Lyft. How I don't know. Maybe Ooh. maybe through usage data or or uh, folks' receipts for the rides that they've taken on Lyft, and just seeing whether or not they possibly use the two services. I don't know. But Lifehacker seems to think that uh, this is mainly because people are not reading the privacy policies for services yeah, think? like Unroll.me when they sign up for it. So yes, I did. I went and checked the privacy policy for Unroll Me. It very clearly says that they are going to sell your anonymized data. When you get the emails, they don't remind you of that. Of course not. They do remind you that you will be receiving ads as a part of their revenue. um, And you can opt out of those ads and say whether or not they're good. But otherwise, after you sign up, they don't let you know. It's not really their, their prerogative to. So... There was a huge Didn't campaign. Didn't this product seem like too good to be true almost? Mm, no, not not really. All those services that connect directly into your Gmail account, you should always, always, always consider the fact that basically like Slice, like those the services like that, they are parsing through your entire email box. Every email you get goes to their, they see their service. They see every single thing. So if you have any sensitive information, if you do not want that stuff getting out there, bank information, whatever, it's passing through their service. So do not sign up for something like this. But it did sound great. It sounded wonderful. I signed up for it. I used it. I recommended it to friends. Um, the campaign was to basically... And now they all hate you. Yeah, they do. They're no longer my friends. And they say... Uh, we are no longer wanting to have an account on Unroll.me. So if you are concerned with that, go do go do that. Uh, the, the call has been to just delete your account um, and and show your, your disdain that way. So that's, yeah. that's it. That's it. Well, Kyle, uh, in unrelated news, DJI has officially shown off goggles that can control a drone with head movement. Trying to make that sound like as awesome as possible it's leading uh, they're called leading D- yeah yeah maybe uh they're called dg dji goggles that's kind of a really stupid name yeah, i don't like it. uh see i can be i can be biased i mean non-biased <laughs> oh boy whoop freudian slip Woo. uh and they are set to work with the mavic pro the phantom 4 and inspire series drones all of the names that I've heard maybe once or twice and I guess is really big in the drone game. It's just expensive pro, expensive four, <laughs> and an expensive series, basically. That's, that's how that works. Series. Yeah. Uh, the, the goggles uh, are reminiscent of the PlayStation VR in their size and design, but the extra bulk allows DJI to pack in the $449 headset with tech. Ooh, tech. Whoa. We need more the headsets of that. are available for pre-sale now and will be shipping in later May. Uh sorry, late May, not yeah. later May. Later, later May. May. Later May's fine too. It's it's later May. The most interesting thing, Kyle, the most interesting thing about these goggles is that G- DJI is promising users can both fly and 
sorry, can both fly the drone and control the camera gimbal using just their head movement thanks to an embedded accelerometer and gyroscope. Okay, so I, that kind of happens with a VR headset no matter what. Though. Yes. However, uh, they could be capturing the footage in 360 degrees and then in VR you move around. The the difference here is that you are actually controlling where that camera looks, which if you're holding a controller in your hand to control the movement of the drone is far more natural. You've got both a movement action and a strafe action. It's super duper cool. It's you're, you're strafing. Oh, yeah, and looking. Totally. It's great. I, I want to get in this. It is following. I want to see somebody use this uh, practically. Well, it's following kind of what the drone race stuff is doing, where they'll slap a, a first person goggle on the drone driver flyer right but it's like a fixed camera looking yeah it's fixed obviously but for this you can you can slowly look around because hopefully you're not flying too fast with these these dji this would be really cool as like the next uh like if if a a director for a film was using this like that was their the way that they shot some of the movie yeah, except they, they put on this VR headset. They wouldn't put it on. And they uh, controlled everything. They wouldn't put it on the director though. He would. They would put it on a key grip or whatever. Wh- whatever that guy does, I don't know. <laughs> and then, and then he, the director would tell them to turn slowly, too fast, no, too fast, the, too fast. I think the director would do it. Nah, no, nah, too come on. fast, too. No, because then, then you would see. Then you would see in the credits that every every person in there, the camera operator, was the director. That's dumb. You don't want that. You want the you want the maybe that's dumb. That's cutting down on costs. No, Kyle. you got union jobs. You got to give union jobs to union people. Okay. Hey, I'm not saying. Okay. Okay. Fine. Obvious, yes. Obviously, um, here, they, good stuff. Morning show is not anti-union. I don't speak that's, for Kenny. That's true. I don't. Uh, I like Union Pacific Railroad. <laughs> good. Good. Uh, in a related story, Kenny, the Park Rangers, the uh, they're they're like the Power Rangers, but they only. Uh, talk to someone named Park. Park Zordon is his name. Parker. Uh, Park rangers in the Grand Canyon have used drones for the first time to assist in a search and rescue mission. Reading Reading that sentence, it clicked. Like, wait a second. I think you're bearing the lead. Well... Well, it's that seems like drones are cool, but someone was lost. (laughs) Yeah. The single best use of drones that I've heard of so far. There were hundreds of them at Coachella doing something. I don't know why. Who cares? Live streaming. How about we just use them to search for people who are missing like at sea or in places like the Grand Canyon? That sounds like a much, much, much much better use for it. Now, they did this because a 62-year-old person and a 14-year-old person were actually missing in the Grand Canyon. So what they did was they started up this program last fall, used a total of five drones and four operators, which I'm not sure how that math worked out, but they were able to use some drones and, and find some people. Uh, they they combined that also with ground teams of about 20 people, a boat, and a helicopter. It's a lot cheaper than a helicopter, wow. right? But it is a lot cheaper than a helicopter. What you can hopefully what they can do with these drones is is hook them up with like uh, I don't know but uh, what's the the biometric scan not, not biometric but like uh, the, a GPS. No 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 no. Uh, red red alert red red infrared infrared. Bing. 
infrared. Put put some. Inf- Stop dinging yourself. Okay. Okay. Infrared. I w- I would say uh you know the five drones. Yes, one of them could include you know your infrared deal. Um, but then like another drone could have a like a supply package. Well, like yeah, you could, found you could people, bring them they, things. You could find yeah. them. You could keep them warm. Well, yeah, bring, you'd find them. Bring blankets. What I'm saying is that you you would, yeah, you would, because you're not going to be able to lift them out with the drone. No. So you give them, uh, you know, survival materials uh, so that when the drones find them, yeah, you give them the stuff to last them the three or four hours that the people need to get there. Yeah, exactly. So. Aha! Moving on. <clears throat> Sorry, I gotta clear clear, clear my throat. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of infrared, Apple has updated the appearance of the paella emoji on the iOS, you know, the iOS, right, to resemble the traditional version of the dish from its hometown of Valencia. Thank you for thank the you. Paella thank you. The paella emoji, or as people in America call it, paella, paella. I don't paella. think they don't. They definitely don't. They don't call it paella. They don't know what that means. Yellow rice. Uh, but the emoji <laughs> listed in Unicode as shallow pan of food was originally approved as part of Unicode 9.0 and is added in iOS 10 to the dismay of its authors and sorry, to, to the dismay of the authors of the original Paella emoji proposal. The mixed ingredients used by Apple in iOS 10.2 did not match those used in traditional recipes from Valencia. So now we get. Oh, this is visual. Well, so you can go you can go to uh, blog.emojipedia.org and you can see the post on on the change that's going to happen to the paella or pan, shallow pan of food, which sounds shallow pan of food sounds like a really good like funk band name, maybe. Yeah, it does. Or an album or something. All right, so it looks like what they did was they changed from a seafood paella. To a chicken and lemon paella. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. No peas. I think that's that's the main main difference no here. No peas in no the pe- first one or no peas in the second one? No peas in the second one. Uh-huh. Go, going legitimate. Oh, legit legit paella. Going going to the, the roots of the paella. There was uh there's also a video over at Emojipedia that is that how you say it? Emojipedia? Emojipedia. Wemojipedia. Um, that shows a an operation. Some someone went to went to a country and then said, "Hello, we want to change. Okay, we want to do it. <laughs> change it, please." So go go check out the video. It's, it's a really good it's a really good video. Hey, Kenny. Well, I mean, I was gonna I was asking you because uh, you and I grew up <clears throat> eating paella. Yes, like uh, traditional paella only. We've and we've had well, we've had both these versions. We've had the seafood paella and we've had the chicken paella. We've had peas, no peas. We've had all the kinds of paella. Mm-hmm. We've had bad paella. We've had good. Paella. <laughs> we've had good paella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope you're still listening, mom and dad. What's your question? My question is, uh, what? How do you feel about it moving back to uh, quote unquote traditional paella? I'm fine with it. I think the the, pe- oh, the great no opinion. I think it's better. Is that is that a better opinion? Is that a good opinion? The peas <sighs> yeah, are dis- fine. The peas are distracting, in my opinion. Uh, it has nothing to do with whether or not <laughs> they I, always are. You can't use an emoji as a recipe. 
Okay. Boom. You think people were using this as they <laughs> they typed out on on their on their Apple keyboard? Uh, let's see. Okay. Let's let me look at this really well, close. Well, we'll, listen. listen if I asked you, if if I asked you, what would you like for dinner, and you send me a paella emoji, I'm looking deep, deep, deep into that emoji <laughs> to see what is in it and what I should be making. There's a single muscle. Ne- Perfect. I'm making that. There are there are four okay. peas. Then you get four peas. Next time, Kyle, I'm just going to send a peach emoji. I can't make a butt. <laughs> Kenny. Uh, they, they also updated a whole bunch of other emoji. Um, uh, yeah. it, here's a story. It's a little less happy than than pie emoji. Uh, Uber tried to fool Apple and got caught. How, how's that for a headline? Got caught. That, thanks, The Verge. Uh, this happened back in 2015. But Apple CEO Tim Cook threatened to have Uber's iPhone app removed from the App Store when it learned that the ride-sharing company had secretly found a way to identify individual iPhones even once the app was deleted from the phone, according to the New York Times. The practice is called fingerprinting and is not allowed in Apple's terms of service for its developers. To prevent the company from discovering the practice, the company being Apple, Uber geofenced the entire Apple headquarters in Cupertino and changed its code so that it would be hidden from Apple employees. Ouch. So, yes, this is bad. Or this was bad. It's this the, was two years ago. It's the, it's the, it is the two-year-old cherry on top of, of the terrible sandwich that Uber is constructing of their business right now. It's yeah, they're they're basically Uber's building a Jenga tower and of, of piece by piece terrible they, they themselves are tearing it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh that's a it, good metaphor. Good. Destroying your own Jenga tower. That's what they're doing. I like it. Because Jenga yeah. towers are inherently not stable. And well, you, they are in the beginning. And they just mm-hmm. keep growing. No, I mean even a little a little tiny earthquake would, would take down a Jenga tower. Like you slam, yeah, you slam a, a real life earthquake would take down a board game Jenga tower. Yeah, no duh. I keep asking it takes you to down a building. I keep asking you to put it away, and you you won't. You say the Jenga tower is a metaphor for my my well being as a human being. Don't don't. And I say, <laughs> mm, well, I'm gonna punch you in the face and take out a, a brick. Wow. Punch in the face with a Jenga break. All right, Kyle, moving on because that's such a downer story. We're going to move on to Google's next trick for Android is something called copyless pasting. <laughs> what? You got that one? I. Oh, uh, bah, bah. Nope. Soup, yes. But, uh, what? Perfect. Right now, Google. (laughs) Right now, Google says it's working on a feature that, quote, thinks of what you were looking at in Chrome and makes it available in other apps. This is how I'm Okay, Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) This sounds bad, by the way. Uh, The feature is called copyless paste for now, and it is described like this. This is a quote from somebody at Chrome. 
it provides suggestions for text input based on your recent context. For example, if you had looked at a restaurant website and switched to the Maps app, the keyboard would then offer the name of the restaurant as a suggestion to enter into the search bar. The data is indexed locally and never sent to the server. It's disabled in incognito mode. So it, it's just, it's learning how people kind of move back and forth between either apps or between web pages and kind of takes the most important information or the most searched term maybe, and just kind of copies that without you. Well, I guess it doesn't copy it. It just kind of fills it in on the, on the other web page or yeah, other. It's probably app. looking into like, okay, what's the header of the page? What's the title? What, you know, right. what, what is some valuable information on this page? They're doing the same thing through um, like the Google now pop-up. If you hold down the little circle button, if you're looking at a web page, um, it'll basically scan the page and see mm-hmm. whether or not there are any interesting terms in there and then do automatic Google searches for you for those terms so you can look them up and just, you know, get pre-populated searches. Um, it's kind of, I guess, the reverse of that where it's scanning the page, seeing some interesting stuff, then allowing that stuff to be pasted elsewhere. Uh, this sounds super valuable for something like Maps. I, I do agree. Yes. Um, yes. Right now, the Google keyboard will kind of do a little bit of this. So if I've typed it into the Google keyboard, I say I'm looking for the pizza shop and then uh, I Google it. I find the pizza shop I'm looking for. And then I go back over to maps. It has pizza shop ready to go. When I type P I Z usually it's, it's smart enough to be like, Oh, you recently typed this. So I'm going to display it as one of the autocomplete options. Um, okay. but, it, but it will not give me the name of the pizza shop that I found through Chrome. So it's, it, it's sort of an extension of it and pre-existing feature that is in. Right. They're Android almost right there now. right now. You probably have to give it permission to be able to scan the contents of your page. So if you are not cool with that, obviously this does not affect you, but it's a, this is a convenience thing. It's sort of a nice to have it. It shows up when you'd least expect it and boom. There, you get to go to the pizza shop that you wanted. Pizza shop, P-I-Z-Z-A. Oh, gosh. That's a great video, but also <laughs> hey. no. Hey, Kyle, guess what? Hmm. We're about three quarters of the way through the show. Uh, you still want to do headlines? <laughs> yeah, let's let's get let's get to. <laughs> I, hold on, hold on, hold on. Full disclosure inside or backyard baseball here. Uh <laughs> I told Kyle before the show started, I said, hey, Kyle, too, too there's many. a lot of stuff in the nose. There's too much stuff here. And, and Kyle says, no, it's fine. Hey, guess what, Kenny? Uh, it's going to it's gonna be fine. It'll be good. We'll blast through these. No. Speaking of. Okay. Okay. Well, you're, you're putting the pressure on me, Kenny, which means we're, we're going to pressure. pressure. Hey, you put the pressure put on the you. Pressure. Hey, Kenny. We'll just cut all that part out. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, Kenny. Juicero. Juicero is a super expensive Wi-Fi connected juice bag squeezer, and they've been taking some heat over the weekend. Well, Bloomberg ran a video last week and they showed how easy it is to squeeze those super expensive juice bags into a cup yourself without using the machine at all. No robots or Wi-Fi required. Now, there's also a, uh, a VentureBeat article that kind of goes through every bad thing that's happened and the responses that have come from the uh, Juicero CEO for this $400 juicer. Um, 
I, I heard from you over the weekend. We did spend part of the weekend together that uh, no. you also saw someone cut open a bag and see what was inside. What what indeed was inside? This is exclusive here on the Good Stuff Morning Show. It was just like pulp. Oh. Just like like food pulp. Like so it was no longer pulp it was or, no longer vegetable pulp. It was no longer fiction. It was now now reality. No, it was not a royale with cheese. Mm. Okay. Good. That's good. Obscure I, reference. I would be okay if there was cheeseburger juice, but what? You, you just squeeze it really hard, and then it would come out and go into a cup. I guess it'd be mostly Kyle. Oil. Stop talking. This wouldn't be very good. Would not be very good at all. <laughs> so that's that's Juicero. That's that's happening right now. People are mad about it. Uh, it also apparently was was hawked a bit by uh, people at the Coachella Music Festival over the last couple weekends. Um, bad, some bad PR. Some bad bad juju for sure. Bad uh, juju. Juicero. Today is also Kenny National Pretzel Day. Period. Oh, that's a good thing to tack on there. Yes, it is. I is want- this, now, is this like like big soft pretzels or those tiny rolled golds like twists or sticks pretzels? Or is it just everything? I'll be honest with you. If you're going to say pretzel, my assumption is that it is uh, either a stick form, but it is always hard form. Either stick or, or bow. One of the two. So like rolled golds. Yeah. Lovely hard pretzels. Yes. Uh, gold. What are, what like, are the, what like are the a, mid-size like brown, ones called? Like a brown color on the outside. Mid-size. What do you what, mean? What, those, those like the ones you get from Costco. You like get the barrel of pretzels. Like Remember real, those? The real thick ones. Yeah. What were those called? Doesn't matter. And listeners, you know what I'm talking about. It, it, like you break your teeth on them because they they'd come out of the store stale. Well, you got the nugs too. You got the little nuggets, like the the pretzel nugs. You get the please, the hot, please, Kyle. hot mustard ones. Please. You got the you got the uh, buffalo cheddar. You got oh, that's true. Buffalo cheddar is good. Oh, oh like the the, the jalapeno made, garlic just, or whatever. I just made that up. I don't think that's an actual. No, 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 no. That actually exists. What? Hold on, I gotta look that up. Okay, you uh, look, you look that maybe up. Not buffalo cheddar. Uh, is that what you said? Buffalo cheddar. Yeah. In honor though of Juicero, I'm gonna bring it back. Bring it back to the other thing. In honor of Juicero. Uh, Jezebel, which is uh, a website, they have a list of pointlessly bad Silicon Valley inventions that might populate our future. And that's the headline. I wanted to go through a couple of these and, uh, you know, I feel like a couple of these have some merit. They, they could be possibly things that, that might be helpful to someone, but they think that these are completely useless possibly but mm. pointlessly bad they say pointlessly bad uh here's number one a blindfold with gps capabilities that tells you where you are a blindfold a blindfold with gps capabilities that tells you where you are now there there are some forms of this kind of like glasses that can can show blind people you know where they're actually going so this is not pointlessly yeah. bad. This is just a bad description of, of, of something uh, on number one. Yeah. Uh, number two, lipstick that when applied changes color to match your natural lip shade. I feel like that exists. I feel uh, like I've cha- seen a commercial. Chapstick? No, lipstick, chapstick, whatever. Oh, I see. It changes color to match. Oh, I get it. By the I, way, I'm, Snyder's pretzels. Snyder's. 
Snyder. Snyders. Snyders. Yeah, like sliders, but without Quinn Mallory. Uh, <laughs> number three, a watch that records a di- records the day as your wrist might have seen it, which should be pretty much every watch. That's the watch you're wearing right now. It's not. It, it, it is associating it with normal human human movement, but it's not. It's, there is no camera showing. Whatever. Hey, it doesn't doesn't matter. Number four, a cigarette that keeps track of how short your life is becoming as you smoke. Whoa, it. that's kind of super morbid. Brutal. Number five, you tell an app where your keys are, and it tells you where your keys are. What? So like a like a parking app where you tell it where you've parked and then you use the app to find your car so you remember where you parked. Do you ever do that? Um put a pin on a map and say this is where I am and then come back to the app to remember where you've parked. To remember where I parked. You know, if I was parked in the city, okay. And I I a city you've never like park a in- city you've never been in maybe. May may or like very rarely go to. Okay. And I and I planned to park in a certain area of the city and then go like to another part of the city to do, you know, an activity or whatever. Like I'm I'm parking for like a baseball game or something. Um I recommend you park by the stadium for something like that, but go ahead. Well it's expensive. But I'm, if I'm doing something else in the day, like I'm going out to lunch and did then bring, I'm going to the baseball game. Did you bring cash? Uh who knows? Stop asking questions. Okay. Um the the only thing that I would do is I would probably take a picture of my car and like the surrounding area, kind of like frame it so that I remember the location and then just like where's Waldo myself back to my car. I won't drop a pin. I won't look at a map of like, there's my parked car. No, I'm just I'm going to remember that I walked away from a, a point in the city where my car was and I'm just going to backtrack on that route. So you can do the same thing for your keys. You can just say, like, I put them into the bowl or I put them onto the hook. I'm going to take a photo of it so that I go back to my camera roll and, and f- remember where my keys are. You need you need a right. little bit of context, I guess, for, for the stuff around it. So it's not just like these are the keys. They're on a surface. Now what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need to, like, kind of kind of I spy them a little bit rather than just it. It's like, yeah, he's oh, sitting no. on, can, a, on a blank table. Can you imagine, though, like if you had to decipher the photograph in an I spy like manner to to see where you left your things? That sounds awful. I don't like that at all. You can get it printed into <laughs> hey, a book. By the book. way, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mm-hmm. interrupt you here. You I'm sending, sending you four me like bags 50, of yeah, Snyders. What are you doing? Um, so we've got... This. Okay, click on we <clears throat> we got honey mustard Ooh. flavored uh, nibblers as they are called oh god pretzel pieces oh, wait wait um, jalapeno mm, mm, mm. buffalo wings do it and cheddar cheese so sorry they don't have buffalo cheddar but they have separate buffalo and they also have cheddar you put one on this side so, of your mouth well, you weren't wrong put one on this side of your mouth and you put one on this side of your mouth and you get there you go you crunch at the same time and you got you, you chipmunk them you got mixed flavors that's a good idea. Yeah. Number seven, a pair of reading glasses that informs you which page of a book you're on. Like like Google Glass, I guess. Like like in the bottom right corner, it'll tell you which page you're on instead I, of looking at the page. No, that'd be great if it had like progress, like uh, like the Kindle app does. 
where it shows you what percentage of the book you finished. That would be great. It'd be wonderful. Except I could. Yeah. And then you, and you're you looking just, at your, you're looking look at, the at the book and then you look up all of a sudden and it's like, you finished 50% of the sun. I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It, it can calculate the heat death of each item that you look at. You're 50% away from death. And determine. Yeah. Well, man, 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 it's a, a, I'm now I'm, now I'm just adding W to everything. I'm adding W to everything. It's like the sixth sense, but for books, you know, when they'll end. Wait, that's not how that movie worked. Number Kyle. No, it's not. Also, you know, when books end because you can see the (laughs) amount of pages left, you dumb. Have you read a book? Number eight, a car (laughs) that screams to notify the driver that she's crashed into something. It says says she in this article because uh, it's written on Jezebel. I'm not saying that women drivers will crash their car every time. Kyle, shush, shush, stop stop talking. I just want to make sure I qualify every statement with with something that is, is... not my actual opinion. I'm just reading off of a teleprompter. No. Oh. So you don't like that idea. Great. Number nine, a printer. No, that I don't. Can, a printer that continually prints your Twitter feed. Uh, Useless. I useful. think that actually exists. It, it, there is a tiny printer. I think that, somebody that has hacked it. a version of something like that. And it just prints. Oh, wait. No, no. I know what it is. Somebody, somebody made a... Uh, they made a device that prints tweets like on a receipt paper. It mm-hmm. twins, twins. It prints tweets. There we go. Did we? We um, should move this from, show from to Donald Trump. Yeah, oh boy. And then and it immediately feeds into a shredder. Oh, that's a that's cute. That's good. And it, it was like it was their demonstration. Mm-hmm. Sure, I get it. It's a good demonstration. Yeah. Uh, sure. I'll skip a couple here. Um, an app that converts your handwritten diary into a PDF and then uploads it to the cloud. That exists. That totally exists. An Instagram. I like this one. An Instagram filter. That's just a recent picture of your mom. It's just, so just like an overlay of Complete just a recent picture of your mom. Hundred uh, percent opaque overlay onto whatever photo you took. And it's just a recent mom picture. I think that Instagram should have a feature um, for <clears throat> for their filters where you you have you know all the filters and you can adjust them individually. But then they have like a like like an I'm feeling lucky button or, or a random button and it randomizes all the values on a particular filter and then you just kind of select it and then I, that becomes your yeah, I, I I can get on board with that. That's a great idea because then it would, like, it would I mean, diversify some of the images a little bit. Because right now it's like uh, it's, I I don't know. I don't know. And you, I, you can kind of justify it. Like I I went random with this one. Am I and gonna, It still looks okay. Am I gonna choose the the Valencia Paella filter or am I gonna choose the <laughs> X Pro filter X Pro Two? I don't know which oh. one. I don't know which one to use. Does it have a border or does it not have a border? I haven't used Instagram since since 2008. I haven't. Yeah, it's been a while since I've edited a photo on there. Number and I just went straight. Number seventeen. No you might you might get behind this one. An alarm clock that flies around your room maniacally like a trapped bat. That's it. No, 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 no. 
I'm bigger. I'm it, bigger on the stream. Nobody, nobody can see this. We're not streaming live. So <laughs> okay. It's, okay. No, it's we had we had some problems this morning to where uh, nobody could hear us on the good stuff stream except uh, except for us. We heard it. So we're I, I know we're recording. It's fine. And so <clears throat> number seventeen, an alarm clock that flies around your room maniacally like a trap bat, and you have to douse it with bug poison before it will snooze. No, 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 no. I'm not I'm not shooting bug poison in my room. But okay, let's if I'm awake or asleep. Let's unpack this though. What if there was like a, a Luke Skywalker also, a uh, bat isn't listen, a bug. Listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> it's like a Luke Skywalker uh, lightsaber training orb that he uses when he's when he's on yeah when he's on the the Millennium Falcon for a little while, and it jumps out of your alarm clock, flies around your room, and you have to reach into the drawer and grab a laser uh, pistol like a like a laser tag pistol and shoot the orb three times before it will go back into its home and, and turn off the alarm. And it yeah, has, that sounds like the future. It has lights and it has sounds. What else? It can hit you too. It'll, it has some sort of attack on like you. Zap. Mm, maybe it's a zap. Maybe it's Low a voltage zap. I feel like if it physically hits you, it would be better. Like, like it came down because it would be an orb, right? Maybe it would. Ooh, ha- what what would if it have- shot like like a water gun? Like no, at you. Like it would water sh- spurt. No, water's not good. I don't want to get wet when I'm waking up. I what if what if it had like Nerf bullets? Yeah. So it shoots little and ner- one stuck to your head. Yeah. Well, I don't know about the sucky ones. I'm thinking more like the the balls the non-sucky ones the ball the little foam balls like it went and then hit you or like the the foam discs the discs would be that's a really good sound that's that's the sound of that is the sound of my childhood Right there. That is, right there. I, that's why I was able to do it so well. <clears throat> and uh, number 18, I don't really care about. So there you go. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> so Kenny, who cares? I've got some fun facts for you. Well, we better hurry. Fun facts. Uh, tomato frogs, they secrete a glue that causes a predator's lips to stick together. Or whips, whichever whichever one you want to stick together. You like you like tomatoes? Well, too bad. This is the last <laughs> tomato you'll ever eat. I actually, I accidentally ate a frog instead. Have you ever <laughs> heard of the tomato frog? I hear you can't put it on. I hear you can't put it on breakfast, but that's that sounds like a separate issue. <clears throat> Kenny, also, okay. uh, one third of toads crossing roads are fatally run over. One what third of toads that cross the road get run over i don't want to know about this this study that someone had to perform well they did no one no one was looking into it and i will put a link in the show notes over at murraystate.edu um someone did look this Murray. look into this yes there was a scientific Murray study state. that's really bad it's really bad hey kenny speaking of uh really bad the earliest use of the f word was in the year 1310 that F word being frog. <laughs> no, 
Frog was used before that. Paul Booth of Keele University was scanning an obscure 1310 court document from the city of Chester when he be- when he came across what was the oldest written use of the F word in the English language. So it was in a court document. I believe uh, referring to a, a particular person. So pretty good. Right. So this is this is just the first written proof true people were people were saying it they were verbalizing their disdain with each other that's right way before this that's right i mean when explicit explicit tags were way before this one when was the the first time we wrote down yolo right like it's got to be way after we used it in in our normal day-to-day parlance okay right because yeah because that's parlance. When when do you think the first use of of some other words happened? Some other bad words, Kenny. Some other bad words. Yeah. Do you have the Do you have the the things there? No, I don't. I, uh, I don't know. I <clears throat> I was hoping for some some other you know some other funny things. Were to, you trying to, to catch me saying it? Happen. Were you trying yeah. to catch me Most, say the word? Mostly, I just wanted. I just wanted you to to maybe say the F word or something, you know, <laughs> and, then, and then bleep it. Yeah. Would that. Art. OK, you could bleep that one. I don't think I don't I don't think I will. <laughs> stop. Stop it with the we are the champion or not. We are the champions. We will rock you sound. What are you talking about? Go ahead. I don't know. I don't hear. Uh, what do you talk? What are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> Come on. Come on. What? Come on. Uh, aren't we just doing facts? Feel the noise. Aren't we? Aren't we just doing facts right now? <laughs> oh my gosh! It's 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 so few and far between. <laughs> there you go. Is this, you're talking about this, Kenny. It's just, just one sound. Oh. Eat food. <laughs> Eat food. Hey, Kenny, it's a brand new segment. Uh, we're, I'm, I'm calling right now stadium food uh, or just we will eat food. Not sure yet, but it's a, it's a newly minted segment that examines the culinary gold mines of sports stadiums. We did this uh, two weeks ago, right? We did do this a, a couple weeks, a couple episodes ago, uh, where we looked into the most disgusting dishes at Major League ballparks this year. Uh, I feel like this needs to be a recurring thing on this show, if, if we could. Love it. I love it. need it. Uh, this is mostly inspired by a brand new Twitter account that I found called at Ballpark Foodbot, which, dude... <laughs> This is the greatest. I'm going to, these are coming in while we're sleeping. So I'm just going to read a couple of these. Uh, Crunchy beer with fries. I got to get on that. Crunchy beer with fries. Uh, Frozen mac and cheese sliders. These are all generated by this ballpark food bot, which is wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, Maple bacon nachos sandwich. Gosh, get maple bacon, maple bacon, maple bacon. I need that. Uh, uh, truffled smoothies with sprinkles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be great if they 
also included a location where you where you could find this. Ah, uh, right? yeah, yeah, that would be good. Spicy smoothies on a stick. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. These all sound really good. Well, uh, here here's a real dish, and this is actually from this week's uh, this weekend's uh, Alabama spring game. These are pork rind nachos, as found by someone named Andy Staples, who wrote a great article about the actual game and then got into some food stuff. So just click on that article and uh, search for the word pork rinds, which I don't think I've ever done on a sports article. So, Kenny, what exactly are pork rind nachos? Well, you replace the corn chips with fried to order pork skins and then cover them with the following pulled pork cheese sauce. Sour cream, tomatoes. Now, unlike nachos, pork rinds don't actually oh, get. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Cheese sauce, though. Oh. Lots of cheese sauce. You, they, they, oh. The pork rinds don't get soggy, though, which is the good part. That's what you want. You want crispy nachos. They retain their crunch, Andy says, and their thickness makes each bite more satisfying than a wimpy chip ever could. That's right. So, according to Andy, at least. So. A uh, few things I got to say about this. Number one, no sour cream, please. Uh, number two, I <laughs> love that they are freshly fried, like fried to order. That's awesome. They can the see. No, the problem with freshly fried pork rinds is that they can be oil laden. They can be full of of oil. That's the fun. That's not the fun. You're not. I'm that's, not. That's. I am not looking to, to burn. I'm not looking to burn my tongue on a pork skin. Please, I don't <laughs> want to do that. But it, okay, okay you, what you're saying is it's fresh. That's the important part. It's fresh. Right. Well, I don't know about fresh. Real fresh. Also, I think you should add like jalapenos to that. Something spicy. That would be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's an image here of the actual. The actual dish as taken. Uh, it does look like it has lettuce on it, too. I know the lettuce was not mentioned in the article, but it, it does have some sort of lettuce. And then maybe like a a sweet sauce, because there is a, a sour cream. I see that. But there's also some sort of like teriyaki brown stuff on there. Mm-hmm. On the top. Right? <laughs> like a... Right? I get. I don't. I don't think that's teriyaki. But you could also you could dust the pork skins themselves in some sort of like lime chili uh, concoction, Ooh, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. You could flavor the chips because you never get nachos with flavored chips. That sounds like the best idea. Put a Dorito on the bottom and then and then nacho the top. Hmm. Loving this. Would I'm you, loving this already? Would you, would you try this? I would try this. See, we the problem is we can't seek this out unless we go to an Alabama game. A Bama game. A ba- Roll Tide. Is that a thing? Is that a... Is that a Roll f- Tide. Is that like for washing clothes? What is... Which one? What is it? What is it? Roll Tide under the clothes, and then you have <laughs> Alabama spring fresh clothes. That's how they wash all their jerseys. That's right. It's a specific they method. They roll it in tide. They, they want to make sure that you understand how best to clean your clothing. That's good. Uh, okay. I'm realizing we can't get to all this. Fine. Fine. If you, if you are curious about some of the other things that potentially we have set for the rest of this episode, uh, I will include this into the show notes if you'd like. 
Good. We're not getting to it today, but enjoy. I, I, I've, I have, I've really wanted to get to the, these have been in the show notes for like four weeks now. I we just got. I guess Kyle, we have to try to add another show. Maybe no, that's, we're too busy. Are we though? Are we? I, f- uh, I don't know. Spin, we should just spin off every segment into its own show and record it at different times of the day. Uh, <laughs> that's that's eventually what we're going to have to get to because it's, uh, it's true. This is what happens when you you once recorded a podcast every single day and then you try and jam it all into one day. It doesn't. It doesn't allow for a very free form uh, format of your program as much as we'd like it to. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because uh, really, we what would we be doing right now? We'd be trying pretzels. We'd be ordering pretzels. Oh, we'd be. I'd be putting. But I fl- like those pretzels. One flavor in one side of my mouth, and one flavor in the other side of my mouth. You know, Snyder's Snyder's of Hanover. Is that is that what you would say? This yeah, one. Snyder's of Hanover. I don't know what that means, but I always read it as um, Spiders of Hangover. Spiders of Hangover. Nice. Which I think that's that new... Not th- like Snyder's of Handover the Pretzels? No, 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 no. That's a really good one, though. I like that. Um, like Zach. Zach. So, Zach. Zach Snyder. That's a guy, right? Oh. That's a name. That's a good that's yeah. name of a, of a person. Zack Snyder, director of uh, 300, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Watchmen. What else did he do? That one with the the action and the girls. Oh, yeah. The CGI. I don't know what that is at all. I don't remember what that was. Bazooka Jane or something like that. Good, <laughs> I don't I, remember what it was Whatever called. it is, I want to see it. Uh, Kenny, okay, great. <laughs> This, this, of course, has been the Good Stuff Morning Show. Um, if you want to support us, you can go over to goodstuff.fm slash support and see some of the cool links to stuff that we've got over there. You can leave a review on the brand new Apple Podcasts if you'd like, but I don't, honestly, I don't think it's helping at all. We haven't received a, a review in over a year, so uh, whatever. Just, how, how about this? Tell a friend. Tell a friend about the show. Say so you should listen to this. It's it's two guys. Uh, one of them, like it. one of them used to be Pizza Robotics, and now is something else. Which I don't know. What what are you now? What who are you? I'm at Kenny A. Roderick. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this a lot. The uh, A stands for awesome. Oh gosh, my middle name is A. Name a name. That is the name. A name. name. Well, good. Uh, Go check out some of the other great shows over at goodstuff.fm, and we'll see you another time from now. Next week! Until then, goodbye. Bye!